This week, Brian and Ryan will be jumping into our top 10 DLCs, that is downloadable content or expansions. Hey, Brian. Hey, Ryan. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Doing well. How was your week? It was good. And just at the top of this, I'm glad you mentioned expansions because I definitely included expansions in this. Okay. Because um, I thought I was being slick. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. This That's is, good. yeah. It, it's a, a weird definition for what DLC and expansion and all that. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad we kind of have that defined at the top here. Yeah, yeah. It's best to get it out of the way now. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny that we didn't uh, we didn't like converse with each other about this, but uh, I'm glad we both came to the same conclusion. Well, that's that's kind of the thing. Is in the old days it was expansion, uh, mm-hmm. but now we definitely say DLC, and and we mean the same thing when we say that. So. Right, right, definitely. So you've been playing anything? No Man's I Sky. I have. No, I have not played No Man's Sky this week. I know. So oh, I have no. new new information, but I did play an old game that I started uh, and didn't really get into all the way. But now I think I'm fully in with Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Okay. So sequel time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's fantastic. The cool thing about this time, I actually got an Android tablet because. Apple is deciding that they don't want people to stream on their platform. Yeah, I saw that. So, yeah, xCloud is now in open beta. So, yeah, it forced me to go out and buy an Android tablet and uh, tried Ori on xCloud. And eh, it's not perfect. Yeah, uh, I was, I could, how yeah. are the controls playing on a tablet? So, I mean, so it, it's a controller that I'm using. I'm using a oh, regular okay. Xbox One controller. It's connected via Bluetooth. Cool. And it's... I, I can see the potential, but you have to have pretty good internet for this to be running yeah. properly, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Some especially lag. with a game like Ori, you know, that's that's a platformer. You need some pretty precise. Like a precision controls. platformer, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe not the best game to try to jump into it with, but uh it looks beautiful. Um, you know, it's it's just a ten eighty P tablet, but yeah, playing that over the internet is pretty extraordinary. I know the original was one of your top 10 games of the decade. That's so, right. Yeah. So I, I, I have no doubt I'll like this game. I'll probably end up playing it just on the console and not over the internet, but we'll see. How yeah. about you? Have you been jumping into anything well, with the move? A little bit. Um, so I, I am moved uh, for the most part. <laughs> um, but I just I actually want to start with a huge, huge thank you to all of our listeners. Um, I'm extremely grateful to each and every one of you. And like, I really am like, this is really cool. I don't know if you realize this, Brian, but we had a hundred downloads that we're we're currently recording our seventh episode, but only we've only aired five and we have had a hundred downloads, which like far surpasses any expectations I had for this podcast. And I know that's because of the people who take time out of their day to listen to us. And that is amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. Really, you made, know, we made my day. We kind of jumped into this, you and I, just saying, like, "Hey, you know, we want to do this kind of for ourselves, and yeah. we want to air it, and if people listen, then great." But yeah, that's that is it's exceeding my expectations too. So yeah, it's really I, it's cool. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I feel like I feel like we have friends out there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> we got to come up with uh, some proper nomenclature for oh, what a, a a list off listener is. Yeah. But yeah, gastronauts. 
gastronauts. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the first thing <laughs> I came up with. It's terrible. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll I think I think better of them than that. <laughs> I swear. Uh, but um, yeah, tell your friends about us <laughs> if you like yeah. us. Maybe they will too. And uh, don't forget, you can always email us and and let us know what you think. Listoffpodcast at gmail dot com and find us on Instagram and Twitter and all that. But uh, during this last week, I have played a little bit of video games, a little bit more of um, Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima, and a little bit more of Fall Guys. Outside of that, I haven't really played much. But I have been playing this other thing I like doing that's outside of video games. It's called Disc Golf. Are you oh. familiar with Disc Golf? I know I a mentioned this to you. Yeah. Yeah. So I started playing Disc Golf. <sighs> 15 to 17 years ago i want to say when i was in california and um i played it for about a year while i was out there and then really didn't play it again up until two years ago and i started getting back into it and um you know right about the time i had a a baby (laughs) so uh yeah i didn't have much time to get back into it but in the last week i played three times and it has been great it's been a lot of fun that sounds fun. I'll it is have a to lot try of fun. it sometime. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't heard of disc golf, look up a few videos on YouTube, see if it's something you're interested in. It's, it, it's always a good excuse to go take a walk through a park and, and huck some plastic. So, What if you're awful at throwing Frisbees? Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not awful at throwing Frisbees, but I feel like everybody's awful at disc golf yeah. <laughs> for a long time. You don't get good at disc golf right away. And Fair it's, enough. But it's a sport where you definitely see – yourself growing and becoming a better player that's what i like you know anytime you can improve and and find out what you're doing wrong and there's so much information out there on this sport uh, as to how to get better a lot of how-to videos and you know some of the major companies that produce uh, the discs themselves put out a lot of content that'll help you as a player so do i get a caddy there so I mean, if you're a pro, you could have a friend yes. caddy for you, typically, <laughs> or someone you know caddy for you. But they do have little caddies. Like I have a backpack that I keep all my discs in. Oh, nice. Um, and but you could get a little cart. They're they're really expensive. Well, I mean, everything is relative. <laughs> for disc golf, dif- disc golf, the uh, part of the appeal is that it's a very cheap sport. Uh, right for, for entry you could literally get a starter pack of discs for 30 bucks and go and play around anywhere and like those discs are pretty good yeah. um but you know getting a cart for your discs uh it's like sounds like the most expensive thing you bucks. can do for it, is, it. <laughs> it is pretty much the most expensive thing you can get for disc golf yeah yeah but we're not a disc golf podcast are we Brian? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I see which way we're headed. <laughs> Top 10 discs. No, uh, so do you want to get into our list? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'm so, excited to jump in here. Yeah, once again, we're doing our favorite top 10 uh, DLCs or expansions. Uh, yes. Do you want to start with your runner-up? Sure, yeah. Right, so my runner-up is, and this is kind of a joke, but kind of true, I guess. But I'm going with the horse armor dlc <laughs> uh now now i'm having trouble is it was that oblivion or was I that think, skyrim oh i think it was oblivion okay because that, that seems Horses, right no oh you better have you this is on your list, i know buddy. this is this is well so, uh, being an honorable mention i i was right. less do i have to look this up 
Well, that's the thing because Oblivion certainly had expansion, so that that was not. I do. So I think it was Oblivion because yeah. for some reason I remember horses having armor in Skyrim, like right. kinda, as a default. And when Skyrim came out, we were definitely well within DLCs being a thing. So I, I really think it's Oblivion. Oblivion. It is Oblivion. Yeah. Heck yeah. Good. That, we were, so we were right. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> no corrections this week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think that that was really the start of DLC as we know it. I know there's there's been expansions you know, prior to this, right, but right. that's why it's an honorable mention for me. Yeah. It's just a, yeah. Yeah. Buy, buy that horse armor. Exactly. All right, very cool. I can dig it. That's an iconic uh, DLC, definitely. Exactly. <laughs> my uh, number eleven, my runner-up is. Uh, I think it exemplifies the term expansion. It's the Sega 32X. Just All right. kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's the Sega CD. No, I'm just. Yes. Joking. No, it's not. It's not either of those. It's Sonic. You are speaking my language. It's Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like it should apply to a game, right? So I couldn't right. do 32x or Sega CD. But yeah. Those are my honorable, honorable mentions. But it is Sonic and Knuckles because, yeah, this was this was cool. This was the first time I remember there being a, an expansion. And granted, I'm fully aware it's not downloadable content. That is why it's <laughs> technically off my list. But it was very much an expansion, and it couldn't be incorporated into prior Sonic games. It was very cool, very cool idea. I, I really liked the parts of it where, you know, it was made for Sonic 3, but right. you could still play, like, Knuckles in Sonic 2 using it. Yeah, it was cool. It was, like, it, it had effects, even in Sonic 1, I forget exactly what it did. Yeah. Um, but you could do stuff with it, yeah, no matter yeah, what I mean, Sonic game you were playing. Right, it was neat. It's the first time I remember there being something like this that would like retroactively change a game. Yeah. And uh yeah, very cool concept. Have I'm you ever not, seen uh not have like you ever seen the Sega guy, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I grew up with the Super Nintendo, but my friend had a, a Genesis, so I was aware of all the it had, it had blast happening. processing. It had blast processing. It did processing. have that. Yeah. yeah. It did what actually, Nintendo. Right. I yeah. saw one of those Genesis minis today at Target actually. Uh, and it was like half off. Yeah, they're cheap. Sad. I mean, yeah. they're cheap. You know, I, I would pick one up. Have you ever seen the Tower of Power? Oh my gosh, what is it? Like a thirty-two X on the thirty-two? So it, it's everything. It's it's a Game Shark, a thirty-two X. Oh, yeah. You know, Sega CD, Sonic and Knuckles, all of it, just like in this massive, like two-foot tower it's coming like out of a, a Genesis. The, the final evolutionary form of the Genesis. That's it, and it, it is works. The Genesis of the Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Okay. Enough so about my number, Sega. No, I know, yeah. Is there any more Sega? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I know. Uh, so uh, my number 10 in that case is the... Um, it's kind of a, a broad thing again, but the Halo map packs. Okay. So all of the different Halo games had different maps that they would incorporate going forward mm-hmm. from you know the, the release of the game. And you had to buy them. This was back when you had to like go out and buy a physical disc and then put that disc in your Xbox. Right. And then you had all these new maps to play on Halo. And you could only play those maps if you had this disc and online and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but there were some great maps that, that came out of them. And I remember it just being an experience where like you needed to have this to be part of the the zeitgeist of what was going on in halo <laughs> yeah. and it you know it was like 20 bucks to get however many maps but it it 
just that was how they were milking us for money back then. And <laughs> it worked. It worked on me big time. Yeah. Yeah. For such a huge game, I'm sure they made a ton off of those map packs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like you said, you, you had to have them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of games nowadays, they just give you those maps for free. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we could really go back to to having to pay for like individual maps or a collection of maps. It's, that's a stretch yeah. with, with everything else we have to pay for. It's a stretch, but it's also a perfect segue into my number 10 because my number 10, they did figure out a way to keep monetizing like drip content. And that is the smash ultimate character packs. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're right. Yeah. Oh, so they still get your money for it. And no, these characters are not free. That is kind of part of the reason it's so low on my list. It's also low because I no Waluigi yet. So there's that. They never. I don't think they're ever going to do it. Or maybe yeah. he'll be the last one forever, right. and that that'll be it. But it's this was super cool because it's a game that already incorporates every single Smash character ever, and they're like, no, no, wait, like there's more. We'll give you Piranha Plant, and we'll give you Terry Bogart, and we'll give you all the, like, these niche characters that nobody really cares about, but as long as they're part of the meta, like you're going to play with them. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah, so I, I really do enjoy the Smash character packs. Um, it always like hypes the game up a little bit, too, when one drops. You know, like Maybe you haven't played it in a long time, and then oh, that DLC character is dropping this week. Like I got to get back on. You know, it, it is it's a, a reason to, way. Yeah, to pick the game back up. And, uh, right yeah. right it's very smart yeah i i did not buy whatever collection of them like you get mm-hmm. the first five right i just bought banjo and kazooie and ah. that was, the, day. I was yeah. the only one i wanted so nice nice yeah. <laughs> worth it yeah oh my god yeah that that character set is so fun yeah all right well uh my number nine then going back to skyrim here is skyrim hearthfire so this was the expansion where you could get your own house. You could purchase yeah. your own house and yeah. have all sorts of garden well, stuff. Familiar. And, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a that was a really fun expansion. Uh, it it was what we always wanted in this this Elder Scrolls franchise was being able to to make your own house and and live in this world. And right. this was the expansion that really allowed you to do that. Yeah, I mean, why ever turn off Skyrim now? Exactly. You can just live in that world. And, <laughs> yeah. And store all your cheese wedges. And I mean, we've gotten leave. over it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, man. We've gone over how many times I've, how many hours I've put into Skyrim. Oh, yeah. yeah how many so, hours, how many copies. Yeah. So I don't want to like, all right, I'm not going to go any further. I really don't want to spoil any more of your list. But is, is that the only Skyrim? You don't have to answer this. Is that the only Skyrim expansion on your list? Uh... It is. Okay, because I feel like this needs to be addressed. Wait a second. Wait a second. No, 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 no. You know what I did? I wrote it twice on my list, but I meant to write another. Okay. All right. Hold that thought. Good. Because I was going to say out of all of them, you chose that expansion? No, 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 no. Okay. I I have fixed it on my list. So. Okay. We're friends. Yeah. We're friends again. (laughs) It was on the rocks for a minute there, Brian. (laughs) You chose. That's like, I was looking at my list and I was like, okay, I see it. Wait. Okay. I, we, we got it fixed. Oh, We're all good. good. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> good. So my number nine is uh, the Overcooked expansions. Uh, have you ever oh, played okay. Overcooked? I've played Overcooked, but I didn't jump on any expansions. Have you all. ever played Overcooked with four people? 
I have only using two controllers though. Wow. So it was it was kind of a disaster. Yeah, that sounds like a mess. Like, <laughs> yeah. dude, it's not even easy with four controllers. I know. Oh my god. So yeah, the expansions are really fun. Uh I like how they add seasonal aspects into it mm-hmm. or like different locations and um different types of kitchens and you know, just these little wrinkles to the because th- these uh DLCs definitely assume that you have beaten the normal campaign before you play them. Um it like ramps you immediately into like very difficult recipes oh, okay. and, and situations. You know how it gets in the kitchen. It gets hectic, right? Yeah. We we didn't even surpass the base game. So yeah, I oh, think wow. we would it would it would be bad. <laughs> so the the base game does this really good job of like ramping you up the diff with the difficulty though. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, we're gonna add one thing at a time and like you're gonna get used to that one thing and then here's a new thing. Um but yeah, these DLCs like Here's everything you should know from the regular campaign and more now. But uh, they're a lot of fun. This game is just a joy with four people, um, especially with people who get like really stressed out. Because if you're not the type of person to get really stressed out, you can kind of just watch them go nuts and oh, like yeah. literally pull their hair out. It's a blast. <laughs> it's a blast. I love this game. I'm, I'm actually like, I get stressed playing this game. I think it's unavoidable. Every single person like finds themselves like oh you should have just done the damn dish you know <laughs> having one of those reactions yeah but uh it's 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 this is a memory creator and the dlc definitely expands upon that and when you're playing with four people you just want more overcooked and it provides that <laughs> in it's, heaps. it's the best relationship tester that i've ever come across in video games if you can Ooh. get through this with your significant other then your relationship yeah. will last i think it's a friend tester Cause like, yeah, I yeah. played this with, with some really good friends of ours and we're still really good friends. So that is a testament to our friendship. If they're nice. listening, they know who they are, <laughs> but uh, yeah, for relationships, I think, you know, you know how I feel. It's Mario Kart 8 for that, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. See, see, I played overcooked with two people who really were good at video games and two mm-hmm. people who are not so great at video games. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it didn't work out well. <laughs> yeah. Tough mix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well then, uh, speaking of Mario Kart 8, and my number 8 is Mario Kart 8 and everything that came with the, what was Dude. it, two DLC expansions. We are simpatico. We yes. are simpatico, because my number 8 is Mario Kart 8, yep, the DLC. Yep. I don't know if yeah. the 8 is what, what solidified it for me, but <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah, it, it made sense for me. Uh, but yeah, there's just so much. Just being able to drive a Hyrulean motorcycle... Right. Yeah, is is incredible as Link. Totally, yeah. totally, and all Collecting the courses, rubies. dude. Through Hyrule Castle, too. I know. Like, yeah. oh, that that course is probably my favorite course in the entire game. It's so much. I fun. love it. I love that course. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know it's re- later released. A lot of these DLCs we're mentioning are later included with like deluxe versions of the game. Yeah, but we're speaking about when they were DLCs, like what it meant. Right. Yeah. And I agree. I think Mario Kart 8 DLC, like Mario Kart 8 was already great. And this just made it so, so much better. This was kind of Nintendo. One of the, I would say most significant times of dipping their toe into DLC because before they would not really do stuff like this, but then they just went fully into it and we got some good content. I I didn't think about it like that, but it is one of their, 
definitely like their first major DLC that I remember. I, I could would be say wrong. so. I, if we're wrong, let us know. But yeah, yeah. I remember at the time thinking like the, Nintendo has never done something like this. Right. No, me too. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. And then being so impressed with how well they did it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, you felt like you were getting value for your money, um, which I think was probably a pretty big tenant for Nintendo to say like, if we're going to do this, we need to make it worthwhile for people. No, and I, I think they nailed it. Yeah, I think between the two, I think there were two packs overall, yes, right? Right. And between the two of them, I mean, you got an extra 50% of the original game, basically. Oh, yeah. It was great. Yeah. Really a whole lot of content there. Yeah. That's why it's my R number eight. <laughs> the official list off number yeah, eight. <laughs> that's it. On any list. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's shown up a, a lot. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, then I'll jump into my number seven then. And. It's the plethora of No Man's Sky updates. Nice. So the game's been out for four years now, and I think there's like 10 or 12 uh, that I was counting different major updates. Wow. And I am someone who played when it first came out and never again until now. And I've seen all the little things that they've added. So a lot of the times they just added like, okay, well, now you can have a mech or now you can have this rover or now you can search these desolate ships. So they were kind of like little things that all got added in. But now seeing it as all one major package, I think is the way to play the game. So I I think it kind of speaks to your point of, this is like the definitive edition that we're at right. at this point. Right. And if I had, I mean, I, I dropped this game. I dropped it in 2016 because there wasn't enough content. So the DLC has now made the game worthwhile for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and, that's really impressive. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's been free. It's been free the entire time. Wow. So I dropped $60 four years ago and I, I've gotten all this content. Yeah, I just I remember specifically intentionally avoiding this game because there was so much hype around it, and it was an unknown. It was one guy, right? Wasn't it like mostly one dude? It, it was, was one like guy's kind of creation, it? and then mm-hmm. yeah, kind of and, like they got Sony money and then started making it bigger and bigger. Yeah, those question marks made me stay away from it, and then the reviews came out where it was like, oh, it is too repetitive. It's not what it pro- was promised to be, and this and so I really stayed away from it. But from just the outside looking in it went from being something nobody wants to play to being a really really good game yeah. and that that alone is super impressive it's it's crazy to me that it's all been free and now they you have know, hor- horror content like yeah because in space yeah. no one can hear you scream exactly yeah. yeah the fact that it's free i mean they didn't have to do any of this they could have just let the game die mm-hmm. and and moved on Right. Uh, kind of like we're seeing with Anthem. Anthem. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, that's totally yeah. what I was going to say. You know, it's it, like that came you have, out. Yeah. You have a bigger company too in BioWare right. that's just like, well, we messed up. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. And I then, mean, they did say they have some roadmap, but we've heard right. nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. But it is, it is neat that like a smaller publisher would be like, ooh, like this is not what I promised people, but let's work. Let's keep working on it. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool pick. Yeah. Uh, my number seven is Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle Donkey Kong Adventure. Donkey Kong! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Because yeah. if you like the original game, it's more of that. Yes. Um, yeah, the Rabbids characters in this are really cool. There's like Rabbid Cranky, and um, I think Rabbid Peach comes back. 
but Donkey Kong's neat in, in himself. He has he adds like little wrinkles to the gameplay and everything. But overall, it's just more of a good game um, and a lot more of a good game. So I, I liked the setting. It was like a tropical setting too. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. So is, is Donkey Kong a, a new playable character? Yes, he is a new okay. playable character. And he plays differently from any prior character. That's cool. Does yeah. he have like brute melee? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He, so he like picks up uh, enemies and like That's throws awesome. them, and like <laughs> he could pick up. I think I'm pretty. Sure, it's been a long time since I played it, but he can pick up. Uh, I think he can pick up like parts of the environment too. Okay, and like use them as change weapons. things. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. you, yeah, yeah. Very neat. I remember having a blast because it was nice. more of a good game. That is tragically underplayed from my under understanding you know i don't hear people talking about this when they talk about good switch games and i feel like if more people played it they'd it'd be uh, it'd definitely be a part of that conversation especially in a time right now where a lot of people are probably like looking for switch games to play yeah there's not a lot coming out there's not there's what do we get paper mario in the last month and that's been it yeah but i mean it's been and what did we get before that luigi's mansion 3 that was a long time ago right i I would say animal crossing right uh, but yeah Yeah. that's it we won't talk about that game (laughs) no i'm (laughs) kidding forever on that so yeah I mean, okay, cool. There's your 20 minutes a day. Like, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, yeah, if you're looking for something to play on the Switch, play this game. And it's so, I think you can get both right now for less than you could get Link's Awakening. That thing is always on sale yeah. for just always. Yeah. Uh, but so it's not on my list, but I want to mention it now because we're talking about Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm the funky mode in tropical freeze when it came to switch. Right. I think that's just the best branding that you can have put that new funky mode sticker on your box and you've sold me. I, I love you like that. Funky Kong? Oh yeah, man! Funky Kong's the coolest. Oh, uh, dude, it's, it's just like a Have cheat you seen mode, his isn't sunglasses? it? Oh, it, basically, uh, yeah. yeah. He he like has multiple jumps or can float, and yeah, 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 he's, yeah. he's easy mode for sure. I've seen his motorcycle. Funky he has a motorcycle, Kong right? Is Kong, right? Funky Kong's in, the motorcycle in, Kong. He's a surfing Kong. Oh, yeah. What? His whole thing is the surfing. Which one's the motorcycle Kong? A motorcycle Kong? He was in one of the Mario Kart games. I have no idea what oh, you're talking on. about. Golly, I gotta look <laughs> this up now. Is this like a fever dream of mine? I who rides a motorcycle? Diddy's got jetpacks sometimes. Man, I don't Listen, know. <laughs> it's just now it's just showing me Harley Davidson's. <laughs> I gotta look up Donkey Kong family. All right. Uh, so, so you, you could go into your uh, yeah. I'll go into next, my number six number while you're six, looking yeah. up this this non-existent thing. No, it's a thing. It's a thing, guy. <laughs> so, uh, so my number six is the yeah, Catwoman. Oh, okay. It's, you found uh, something quicker than I thought. It's okay. this guy. I don't know his name. It doesn't have his name with the picture, but I found him. He's real. Describe him. Here, here. Wait, maybe this will have it. He's a motorcycle. He's Funky Kong. Funky Kong, for sure. In in what game does he have in a motorcycle? He looks like a guy that should be in a motorcycle. <laughs> in Mario, he was in a Mario Kart, and maybe I just associate oh, him with motorcycles because I mean, yeah, I, there are, I that's it. There are motorcycles in Mario Kart. Yeah. I think that's that's. But the he only... looks like he looks like a guy who would ride. A, look, he's got like cut off jorts, dude. Yeah, and a bandana, the, and you're, tell, you're telling wear. me oh, what? <laughs> Where do you, you're from surfer. California? Okay, I'm from, yeah, and surfers don't wear that, dude. Oh man, that's definitely well, like what a biker wears. 
He it's uses like a, his surfboard in like tropical those, freeze. No, this is, look, I saw screenshots of people going to Sturgis and not wearing masks, and they all look like Funky Kong. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm Do you think saying. they based their aesthetic on Funky Kong? Oh, definitely. That's definitely. what I'm going to do from now on. Definitely. So I was right. Take All right. That. So you, you were right. He, he does ride a motorcycle, as does the rest of the Mario Kart cast. It's true. Anyway, Catwoman. That's how I refer, I'm sorry. This is how I refer to Link from now on. You know, the yeah, guy the who rides a motorcycle. Well, okay. See, that I would believe because That's he true. does have a motorcycle in, in Breath of the Wild. That's true. That's true. More on that later. <gasps> Uh-oh. What? <laughs> All right. So, Catwoman. We, I was I was going over her Sorry. inclusion. That's <laughs> okay. So, uh, Batman: Arkham City. If you pre-ordered the game, which of course I did, uh, you got Catwoman and, and missions. Yeah, you got. It was a whole storyline that you had to buy um, if if you didn't pre-order it. And she played completely differently than Batman. She was much faster. She had all sorts of different gadgets. Uh, I learned what caltrops were, and that was fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she she had all sorts of different challenge missions and, and a whole storyline that was just a blast to play. And even just like traversing the city was was different. You know, she would use her whip to kind of Spider-Man around. Cool. Uh, but yeah, she was she was a lot of fun, and uh, I think that that whole storyline was a great addition um, that I, I'm glad I, I got while playing the game. Selena Kyle, that's right. Yeah, she's cool. It was fun. Yeah, was it like so? Did you get to like burgle people? Uh, it's been a while since I played the the full thing, but it was not as dire as Batman's mission was, um, uh-huh. but. You, you would face a lot of the same enemies or she would kind of have a different perspective on, yeah. on the events of Arkham city. Basically. That's what I was thinking. It would be cool to approach that as like somebody who's more of a, you know, not so much of a hero, right? Not that exactly I mean, Batman is, you know, kind of his own, his own shade of gray, but she's a sure. little darker shade, right? Oh yeah. She's, she's definitely more of a, a villain. I would say yeah. um, in, in the Batman universe. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. I really got to approach Arkham City again. I really do. Yeah, yeah. It's I I love all of those games, uh, but Arkham City I think I've discussed before is that one did it did it all for me. Yeah, that's cool. So my number six, yes, is Skyrim. And in Skyrim, all you want to do is own a house. Just kidding. <laughs> all you want to do is be a vampire. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So it's Dawnguard. Dawnguard. Uh, yeah, Dawnguard was a lot of content, new weapons, um, you know, every all sorts of new powers that you could get being a vampire and being like an older vampire, right? Like a, a vampire lord, I think they were called. And um, So if you did happen to choose to side with like Dawnguard, there wasn't a lot there. There wasn't a whole lot on that side of things, but... Uh, on the vampire side of things, I felt like there was a lot of content and a very cool story. And you go to this area, the soul cairn, it was super cool. Um, yeah. So it's been a really, really long time since I played it, but I just, I, I remember enjoying this uh, DLC a whole, whole lot. And I'm yeah. thinking it was cool. Cause I think you even get to like, uh, be with like this vampire girl who's like rebelling <laughs> from being a vampire, right? right. It was, yeah, it was neat. It was and like help her. Yeah, it was cool. There was a lot to it, and um, it was a 
the tone was very neat. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I always liked some of those missions in um, Skyrim that were like a little darker in tone, and this was this was that. Yeah, kind of like that. Um, what was the guilds? Uh, not the thieves' guilds, but there was that whole oh, like the werewolf one. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. God, what were they called? It was. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that wasn't even like an official guild, right? Because there was like the thieves' guild, and then there's like the ah, um, dark brotherhood. That's the, what it was. Oh, the dark brotherhood is that official I'm, thing. I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. But there was like a whole werewolf one too in the, right. in the main game, which was a lot of fun. But yeah, dark brotherhood was cool. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But so was Dawnguard, <laughs> my yeah. number six, yeah. And there was a lot of content. I think it was the first like real meaty content out of uh, Skyrim. So mm-hmm. it was cool to dive back into that game and just have more, a lot more to do. I remember really looking forward to that that DLC path that they were laying out and mm-hmm. jumping on every expansion as they were coming out. Yeah, I mean that's part of the fun. We mentioned it with Smash. It's like. It gives you an excuse to go back to a game, you know, sometimes a game you loved and just like didn't play recently. And then the DLC will come out and you'll be like, oh, cool. I get to go back into this world. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I'm more happy about what we're doing nowadays with a lot of these service run games where, yes, all the content is coming to you. You don't have to pay any extra. Uh, you just have to keep playing. Right, and right. It, it's, I mean, I don't think I really drop money on on stuff like that as it as it turns out. Um, but I did drop money on DLCs because that yeah. was the only way to get it. Like, yeah, you didn't have a choice, and now now you have a choice to, you know, play it. Maybe get it faster if if you do pay money. Right. Um, so it's it's yeah. an interesting switch that's that's been happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, definitely how we consume that. Yeah, uh, my number five is is dawn guard as well uh so oh, really <laughs> yeah I, I don't really have any more to say about it but yeah i think i have pretty much the same feelings as you on that oh cool cool yeah <laughs> I, that's funny that's interesting nice uh it's an excellent pick brian thank you ryan <laughs> <laughs> so uh before I get into my number five, just remember, if you have any comments or suggestions, you could reach out to us at listoffpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at listoffpodcast and on Twitter at listoff underscore podcast. My number five is The Last of Us Left Behind. Very good choice. But I thought you'd be surprised to see it this low. I am very much am. Oh, okay. I well, am. I love it. As far as like the story you get from any DLC, this is uh, maybe my favorite, right? The character growth that comes from it. Sure. Um, it's just like this really intricate character-driven DLC. And, it's um, required. It's required oh, it if you want to get everything filled agree. in. Yeah. yeah, no, I 100% agree. I think like you get these moments of like, what is it like we were throwing the bricks? I can't remember the line she says, but this is a clean show. So, but something like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like the brick master, right? Like, right. <laughs> like those moments where it's like, oh man, like Ellie's so cool. Right. And uh, when they're playing around with the mass too, and like yeah. the squirt gun battle, there's just so many moments in this DLC that are phenomenal. But it's, it's the moments from the last of us that you, mm-hmm. you, the game lets you breathe and it mm-hmm. breathes and you can just kind of take your time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this DLC f- 
feels like to me. Absolutely. And the whole mall story being told too was great. Like the kind of the, you get this other backstory about how a helicopter crashed there and there were like military trained survivors who, you know, ultimately met their doom, but you get to kind of pick up the notes from them as you're going through the mall. Um, but the reason I, I didn't put it any higher is because when compared to the ones that I have higher, the amount of content is just, it, you get so much more with, with the ones that are higher on my list. Like Left Behind was great, but what was it? One hour, two yeah, hours? It's like a know? snack. Yeah, it was. It was a delicious snack, but it yes. was a snack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah, yep. excellent yep. choice. So that brings us to number four, and I have Mass Effect 2. Okay. And it's just the characters. There were a couple of different characters that you got to, you had to pay for again, but they just, they made that experience all the better. And they they did it in three as well, uh, but I think just Mass Effect 2 being my favorite of the series I, I just had to go with with those characters um and and that feeling uh so yeah you, you you paid for these characters but they were just more people in the roster that you could use to to have on your team that had their own stories right. every, every character in mass effect 2 had these like character side quests mm-hmm. that you would have to complete and you would get like renowned with them and you would learn more about them to then go into the the final mission and it all tied together. The more you did with them, the more you knew about them, the more or the the better you would do by mm-hmm. the end of the game. And it was no different with any of the the DLC characters that they they had you pay for. Uh so I, I thought it was a really interesting thing that, you know, hey, these are characters that you won't even see right. if you don't buy into this DLC, but they enrich the experience that much more. So I have a lot of questions. Okay. Um, how many characters overall were there? So, you know, I got like to roughly, you know, roughly. Like I would from, say from your memory. Like, nobody's I would say like three. So, okay. okay. It, it was like maybe two or three. But the, um, on t- when you include them with the ones from the regular game. In the regular game, let's say there were like 10 total. So probably like 13, 15 overall, maybe? Uh, no, I would say maybe like 10 to 12 overall. Oh, okay. Okay. At that point. And each one was very much unique. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Were, a lot of the times they were like, I, I don't think there were really many repeating races. Oh, wow. So you, maybe you get like two, three humans, and then mm-hmm. the next character was a different, completely different race. All right, final question. Yes. Did these characters carry over into three? That's a good question. If you paid think... for the DLC. I'm not, not trying to put you on the spot, no. but like having never really got into the Mass Effect games. Sure. These are burning I, questions. Man, I would have to go back and look. I'm mm, that is an excellent question. Thank I you. think I think they did. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because that'd be yeah. super cool. But like either yeah. way, you don't have to, you know, I don't expect you to know this. Those are yeah. Old. Because I but mean, that's if the they thing. did, I, I that's played cool. through it, and if they like, did, that's yeah, like all star game development. I um, if nothing else, they were at least mentioned, or or there were story beats surrounding them for sure. In, yeah, and that's enough. Games. That's enough. That's really cool. If that yeah. happened, yeah, yeah, very very neat. Now I'm, I'm going to come up with an answer for you, uh, maybe offline because I'm, right. I'm interested to. You know, this has been a long time that I played it ago, but yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> so number four. Yes. Is that what we're on? 
my number four is Breath of the Wild. Uh, the Champion's Ballad, Master Mode, Motorcycle, and the whole Master Sword power-up, like, yes. all that. Yeah, like, okay, I'm lumping it all in for sure. Is this but, the one with the um, start from nothing and go through the whole game? That's, that's uh, master, well, the Master Sword power-up one was kind of like that. You basically, okay. You're basically tr- transported into, like, this... Uh, it's basically different stages and you're naked. Right. And like you have to, you, yeah, yeah. You start from nothing and you go through like 10 stages and you get the first power up and then that's right. Go through 20 and you get the second one. And ultimately your master sword gets powered up completely right? Uh, by the end of it. But there, it was also the champions ballad I thought was cool. Um, I think they kind of cheesed it a little bit with like, showing you map drawings and then making you find them on the map because I felt like, oh, this is just making it take more time when it really shouldn't, you know? Right. So I felt like that was kind of a little... But other than that, I thought the whole Champions Ballad was cool. Getting to see more of the champions who are, in my opinion, arguably the best characters in in that game. I mean, Um, they were kind of the only story-driven parts of it, I would say. Well, yeah, but like Zelda's story was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Like it was more a story than you ever got from any Zelda. This is true, and she was she was a cool character. Yeah, she was. She, like, I mean, this it, was she, there the was first emotional time. depth to Zelda in this game. That's it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. She, she, you know, we're we we're going on this whole like Zelda is not just a princess that needs to be saved. She is right. her own scientist. Yeah, yeah. And it was, that was cool to see. Yeah, and then you get the motorcycle too, which is like, come on. Yeah, Link like, in the motorcycle. Like he's the guy who drives the motorcycle. Yeah, exactly. He's, forget about Funky Kong. Right? Yeah, it's all about Link and the motorcycle. <laughs> I mean, if you put Funky Kong next to Link and said, "Which one of these guys is a biker?" It's def- the guy with the def- sword. Definitely Link. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> but uh, no, I thought that was great content, and like, what a way for Nintendo to have fun with something that they typically take kind of seriously. Like, sure. You know, put a motorcycle in there is kind of weird and yeah. like not very Zelda like, but it's a blast. And I'm glad they did it. It gave them an opportunity to shell out for the physical DLC with, I think that's when the amiibos for all the champions came out, was oh, yeah, when yeah. these that's DLCs right. were, were kind of being released, mm-hmm. uh, which I bought two of. Uh, I don't have them anymore, but oh. I had Rivali and. Uh, the Goron, what's his name? Yeah, I, I think it is. Yeah. But uh, so you chose Rivali? He was gifted to me. Oh, okay. I chose Daruk as, as the cool. one I, I purchased for myself. Yeah. 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 Did you have any of those? No, I didn't have any. I, I had a, I did have Amiibos, but none. I don't think I had a single one from, um, from Breath of the Wild. Hmm. They were good. There were some cool ones. They had the Guardian one. Like, yeah, I had yeah, that one. They had some really, really great Amiibos. But I had already had, from prior games, like three Link Amiibos. Right. So I was able to get all the like the treasure chests that drop from the sky every day. Right. You know? So I didn't really... <laughs> yeah, I didn't have much of an incentive to get new Amiibos. Right. Yeah. That's it for... Uh, so brings us to number three is left behind for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, not much else to say about it again. Uh, I, I figured we would hit a lot of these same like major ones. Um, yeah. but this one, I, I mean, so that was the thing I 
played through three quarters of it. I, I know we said how short it is, right. but I played through it <laughs> when I got the PS4 version. Only got about three quarters of the way through and then stopped for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, and then played it all the way through. I remember right this. before. Uh, yeah. 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 Part Last two. of Us starts. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. Right. So there wasn't a, like it's you, you know what happens. So I for whatever reason got got the gist of it and stopped but it it really like the last 20 minutes you you do see the the emotional depth of these characters a a lot more well i think what you said right there kind of speaks to how good this content was that you know what happens like at no point during this dlc is it a secret where either one of the story threads ends up Right, like you know from playing the the game through, what happens to Ellie and Riley, yeah, and like you know what happens to Joel, <laughs> like because you played the game through, you know. So it still was very engaging, and that's that's really cool that they could have accomplished that with no real, I mean, you'd think no real surprises, right? Exactly. It, they they could have made this into a full fledged prequel. Mm. not the mall part per se but ellie's story before oh, in boston yeah yeah all, yeah. all that kind of stuff mm. um and they didn't they they said here's the distilled stuff that you need and we're gonna we're gonna charge you <laughs> this, this amount and go from there yeah yeah so did you think you were three quarters of the way through when you stopped no i i had no idea how much longer i had but having played through the whole thing i was mm. like oh wow, I, I really could have just kind of powered through for another night and been done. But in your head, like how much time did you think you had left? Because, I, like, I thought it was a lot longer DLC. I thought it was like a four-hour DLC. That's why but, I put it at five, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, no, I could see, I could see, because I could see being like almost done and thinking you still have a bit left. Right. Like more you know than what you it actually was? have. I remember now that the DLC for PS3 came out on valentine's day so i think kayla and i played it and mm-hmm. didn't beat it like it was a, a little valentine's day thing that we we had done and then i think we just kind of moved on from that day afterwards so yeah. Yeah. we <laughs> didn't beat funny. it then so we didn't we didn't finish it yeah yeah interesting but uh my number three i'm i'm going back to the well i'm going back to skyrim Wow. It is, it is the Dragonborn DLC okay. because I, I would be remiss <laughs> to name Dawnguard and not Dragonborn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, this this was the best DLC for Skyrim. Um, the new let area. Me, sorry, let me ahead. say, it was not on my list because I did not play it. Okay, that's fair. That's Maybe fair. I need to go back and play it after I, I'm going to hear, I'm going to hear your, your whole story well, here. It's still been, a, I'm not going to give you give too much away oh yeah sure uh it was by far the best dlc i mean definitely super impressive there was a new a whole new area um and i always liked the quests that involved like the daedric lore right sure um and this was heavy uh with the daedra uh you got new armors new weapons you can ride dragons Oh, that's what that was. There's a shout uh, where you yes. like bend will it's called. And you like, yeah, you can uh, ride dragons, which wow, super cool. <laughs> and uh, it actually like is important to the story of the DLC too, but I won't give too much away. There's a new area that you go to, too, that's on like a different plane. Um, and it's kind of the story of the first dragonborn mm-hmm. and how 
he was corrupted by a daedra which is really neat like and there's way more to it uh but it's worth playing very cool story very cool areas uh yeah i don't know what else to say it added a ton to the game and i i believe this was the final dlc for skyrim and man did they like come through like right. you know bethesda right now who knows what they're doing <laughs> right yeah I, I mean fallout 76 right some people swear yeah. by it but yeah another kind of redemption story in some people's eyes yeah, i never touched it at all there's probably so. like 10 of those people out there right exactly Let's be real. most people <laughs> fallout 76 is a meme right <laughs> <laughs> but uh this is this is bethesda coming through for sure um yeah and i feel like at this point too it got a lot, pe- a lot of people back into Skyrim because by the time Dragonborn came out, I mean Skyrim isn't evergreen. It seems like it's always po- popular to an extent. Sure, but like definitely the amount of people who were playing Skyrim when it first launched were not interested in it at this point. But Dragonborn was worthy of getting people interested in it again. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if I have some time, I'll I'll go back to that one because it was it was one of the main ones that I missed, and I. Mm-hmm. I I, I think I have Skyrim for the Switch. I have it too. Oh, okay. I, I bought. I have Skyrim on every single platform That's, that you can yeah. have Skyrim on. So you're a gamer, <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> I do too. I think I have it on Steam and never touched it. Yep. Um, yeah, I have it on Switch. <laughs> I don't know if I've played that. <laughs> I, I think I played it to it to a point. I played two I, hours on the Switch and was like, "Yep, this is Skyrim. Yeah, it's great." <laughs> right. Uh, so, I hope so those funny. whatever subsequent versions I have include the DLC. I'm, I'm sure they I'm do. Sure one of them has yeah, to. I think the to. Switch version has it. Doesn't it, it? Should yeah. I'm pretty sure it does. I'm pretty sure it comes with all the DLC. DLC. Yeah, yeah. All right. Does that bring us what to number two then? Number two. Okay. Number two is a big one. These last two ones are are like the first that came to my mind when I thought about this this whole wow. category. So number two for me is StarCraft Brood War. Cool. So this is the expansion to the first StarCraft game, uh, 1998. And yeah, it just, it made an already masterpiece. Just, it's another essential DLC. You don't play StarCraft without playing Brood War Mm -hmm. at this point. Um, It added a whole new campaign, uh, had a, just all new story elements. Um, you got to see more of uh, Kerrigan as, as a, a character. And I, I forget how much you know about the StarCraft lore. And, and I, I know on. a little bit. So is this when Kerrigan was like good? Uh, no, this is when she is the the queen of the Zerg. But is she good um, at some point? She Wasn't she like corrupted? She's good or in the beginning and then okay. gets corrupted. Okay. And yeah, then okay. StarCraft 2 goes into that in, in way more detail. Okay. Um, so, but, yeah, you can tell how much I know about StarCraft. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. That's, that's about it then. Yeah. Uh, but it added all new units. Uh, so, you, you just got these crazy units. I, I remember one of my favorite ones was this Zerg. So, Zerg is my favorite race in StarCraft. Mm-hmm. They are the bug like, disgusting, <laughs> oozing, wow, like hordes of enemies that, that are just coming at you at all time race. Right. Uh, I, I love, I love that kind of gameplay. Um, so, you know, you got your humans, you got your high and mighty like Protoss, which are like Elven, mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. say Elven, if we're going in, in that kind of 
nomenclature. Right, right. Uh, the Zerg are the disgusting filth of the world uh, <laughs> that just do best by by swarming. Uh, and yeah, Brood War was all about that. So oh, it, cool. it makes sense that I, I loved that part of it. Uh, but yeah, just... Uh, the 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 unit that was my favorite was the lurker, which was this like <laughs> spider creature that you moved around the map, and then you could just dig in a hole, and then he would just send these spikes up and, and just like tower defense kill everything in its path. Oh wow! So yeah, that that was just so much fun to use. That's cool. I bet you'd probably just like wait, like watching, like oh they're gonna walk over to my lurker. Exactly. Like, yeah, what's you, gonna you happen? Couldn't, as as an opponent, you couldn't see them unless you had right. like a detector unit. Oh, that's so cool. it was just like, oh my god, you're getting obliterated by my lurkers. <laughs> and you don't even know it exactly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, just not enough good things to say about it. It was where the multiplayer advanced. Like you, you basically were only going to play Brood War if you were going to play StarCraft mm-hmm. original at that point. Yeah. So yeah, essential DLC expansion at that point. Cool. Very cool. So I, I realized like we may have, I may have cheated, right? Cause I broke Uh-oh. apart the Skyrim DLC, but like with the legend of Zelda breath of the wild, I kind of threw it all into one. So, you know, uh, we're not, we're not scientists, right? Like, no, we're this, just this is emotion. I think we established dudes. before. Yeah. yeah. So we're not using science to determine any of okay. these numbers or rankings. Right. So with that being said, my number two is pure emotion. It is the Splatoon 2 expansions, specifically the Octo expansion. Because okay. if you are a Splatoon fan, you were waiting for Octolings for a <laughs> very, very long time. And it was like a thing. I mean, now we have them in-game, so nobody, you know, everybody's happy. But before we had them in-game, it was a thing where it was like, are we ever getting playable Octolings? What, is, what are Octolings? I... I feel like you need so, to explain you know, that to me. You know, the squid kids, right? Like, yeah, yeah, sure. So they're like the octopus version of them. Oh, okay, okay. Like, you know, um, God, what are their names now? Pearl and the other girl, God. I mean, Pearl, Pearl's the only one that matters. No, it's Oh, Marina. Them. Marina. Yeah. That's it. So Marina's an octoling. Okay. For example, right? Gotcha. Okay. So they're like the kind of like the antithesis of the squid kids right I squidlings see. squidlings squid kids i don't know <laughs> but yeah it was really cool it came with a whole nother uh, first player campaign that was super duper challenging um but a lot a lot of fun and uh came with a lot of other content i feel like in general the dlc for splatoon 2 needs to be mentioned and it needs to be mentioned in high regard like that is why i put it at number two we we've mentioned in this list how little nintendo does for its games once they're released and they have a track record of not really putting content out and putting dlc out i mean aside from these newer games that are coming out and i'm so happy that splatoon 2 was one of them that we were constantly getting new levels you know new uh, courses to play on and new weapons and you know new special weapons and new sub weapons and i mean they were always They're still doing that. events yeah like wasn't there just another yes splatfest recently yes, yes there was <laughs> and um yeah i mean so that i wouldn't consider i mean that's support right which yeah, is very totally. important and huge right that's an event but in the context of this list like the content that came out after release splatoon 2 was already like an instant like switch top tier must buy must play game when it was released and then 
all this stuff came out on top of it. And the Octo, Octo expansion, they actually charge money for it. And I remember people being like, what? Like up till now, the content's just been given to us. Like, why right. should we pay for this expansion? I just bought it like before it even came, <laughs> before it even came out. I was, yeah. but I, you know how much I was into Splatoon too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I was not disappointed whatsoever. I, I was more than happy to have purchased this. And the Octolings hair styles alone make it worth it. Nice. They're like they're like all like new wave punk rock hairstyles. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Splatoon does style better than anyone. So oh, for sure. I could see that being good. For sure. Yeah, very like very awesome content. Yeah, man, I'm I'm interested to hear about your number one now because uh, I feel like between the two of us, we probably missed some major DLC oh, that's boy. come out. Uh, but like I either I haven't played it or I didn't like it or whatever. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, yeah, I feel like we're just you know we're we're kind of locked into what we are familiar with. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just to be fair, I, I looked at uh, other like websites uh, before making my list to be like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I played that one, and like, yes, that was the one. And The Witcher kept coming up, and okay. like, it's not on my list. I just full, oh, full disclosure, no, you know, and I, and that's it, the it thing. Was, yeah, it's, that was like the top one for a lot of people, widely regarded <laughs> as like the best DLC. But like, I didn't even really play The Witcher three it's, that much. Yeah, you know, that's that's me too, man. I, I played like ten hours and liked it, mm-hmm. but I, I was not a diehard fan. Cyberpunk, yeah. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, a I mean, little more in, in so. a way. Me too. You know. Yeah. But I feel like I'm glad we're mentioning it and talking about it because um, people probably would be very upset if we didn't even like mention it. But it's something that we're well aware exists and people love. Right. These are just our personal lists. Right. Correct. At the end of the day, that's all that it is. Passion. And boy, do I have passion for Borderlands 2 and in particular, Tiny Tina's assault on dragon keep this was the best dlc they they had oh my god they had so much dlc for this game it was endless there were all sorts of different full-fledged expansions let's call them Mm -hmm. there were all sorts of paid characters that i bought all of those multiple times on multiple systems and this is the one that kept me coming back basically it is, I don't know how much you know about Borderlands and, and all the different things. A little bit, a little bit. I know it's like a looter shooter, right? Yes, a schluter, if you want to call yeah. it that. Okay. <laughs> Which I don't. Uh, but Tiny Tina is this very annoying character, but she has this whole Dungeons and Dragons game that she fabricates and has all of the other characters play. And this is like an imagination oh, cool. story. So she's telling the story and then you just, you play what her imagination is, is coming up with. And it is a full fledged like Dungeons and Dragons. Like you're starting out, you're going through towns, you're going through dungeons and, and caves and like so many different environments and seeing so many different enemies. I would, I would probably say there are just as many enemies in this DLC as the base game had like all together. And it's there are a lot of parallels between the base game and the this DLC. Like it's the same main villain, but he's like a wizard this time. And it was one of the last expansions, or maybe the last one. And it was just like 
you get more level caps. You just go through this whole awesome story and you have this whole narration the, the entire time. And I played it over and over and over again, getting better loot, defeating every boss and mini boss. And I could not stop playing it and oh, cool. got about 250 hours out of it. So yeah, that is every, my top DLC. Everybody's <laughs> always like, oh, you got to play. I even have the handsome collection. It was free with like PS plus, I think yeah. at some point, And I have it and I've never played it. But I really should. I, I think Borderlands I really enjoy two it. is is the game to play, and I'm sure whatever. Yeah, the Handsome Collection has everything mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, you you really can't go wrong with it. It's it's one of my favorite experiences. I'm definitely gonna have to play it. Yeah, I yeah I will play with you. I will, oh, cool. We, we can we can co op that whole game if you Let's want. Let's do it. Man. Let's do it. Yeah, totally. maybe maybe like when things get settled in here, I'll have to uh, I'll have to recruit you. Totally, I'll play it from level one, man. Sounds good because that's what yeah. I'll be. Yep. <laughs> but that's my number one. Well, my number one, Brian, is uh, maybe something you had considered being my number one, but maybe not. It is Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Did that you makes think, sense. Yeah, it does make sense, right? Like, <laughs> you listened to my top games of the decade, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. All right. So this was like, blew me away as far as content it changed the game it's like you got a whole new game and it changed the animals you had like undead animals now and you had all the characters from the first game involved and you got to watch the ones you don't like die in horrific <laughs> ways um it added, so i actually i didn't play it oh, it, this was what? another one that it's i on, like it's on ps now uh-oh <laughs> yeah along with red dead redemption and it is where you know if you if you played red dead redemption and mm-hmm. you don't really want to revisit that game definitely play this so you can just jump into it and yeah oh absolutely have a good time so it, okay. it takes place like you know so how far did you get in red dead redemption i beat it oh cool yeah it's been a long time like yeah. I, I beat it at launch and that so was you that. know there's that time when he goes back to his wife and child mm-hmm. and like there's like this bit of normalcy before the end game right sure it takes place during that time period so like for all intents oh. and purposes everything else is done and I see. you're like at that point where you're back home with your with your wife and kid mm-hmm. and son and uh then this this happens right I see. like undead nightmare happens and uh it brings what an idea for a game like so like totally different from the 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 base game it sounds like yeah no to have zombies in a a wild west game i don't know that's just wild to me yeah it brings in like um other creatures too like bigfoot and chupacabra oh wow there are like missions around these characters yeah uh new weapons um yeah there's just a ton a ton of uh, four horsemen of the apocalypse are involved. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, a lot, Jeez. a lot to do. Yeah. It's a very, very cool, very fun, ton of, ton of content. And um, the original game already had so much. And this is really one of those, uh, like I've said before, that just, you know, it had been a while. I played the crap out of Red Dead Redemption and I kind of wasn't playing it. It had been a very long time since I played it. And then this DLC dropped and I went back to it and it was just kind of mind blowing about what they did to restructure the world they had built. Right. Cause you know, having played so many hours of the original game, you're so familiar with everything and it's like this little twist on everything and it plays to 
all the things you experienced in the playthrough of the game. And it kind of plays off of that too. It's, it's excellent. Like really, really excellent writing. Um, yeah. Just a lot of thought cool. and care went into this DLC and mostly the reason it's number one, I think is just the sheer amount that, that of content. Uh, it's another reason why Dragonborn and like Splatoon two are higher on my list. Right. Um, it's not just about the story and the, th- the different things that they incorporate into the game that they're adding on to. But I think game developers live a tough life, right? Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. It, it's probably very rewarding to an extent when the game does gangbusters, but you have to think of all those companies that don't get to experience that, right? All those people that don't get to experience that, but to see the amount of care and thought and work that goes into these games after release is super impressive. I mean, to build basically a whole other game on top and that's what of, happens of a, game. Yeah. a lot of the times they like ship it and then get started on these kind of things yeah and yeah. that's that's crazy i remember hearing about just like now we know what happened with the last of us right they started left behind like i think before the the main game was complete mm-hmm. like maybe not it wasn't too much time but it was still like we're, we're not even done here but let's get started on this thing yeah yeah and that's it's crazy yeah especially when the quality of work is so good and like undead nightmare to me uh from my experience is the epitome of that it is just it's like infallible <laughs> it's yeah. phenomenal like it's really worth a try like you owe it to these developers to play this <laughs> not nice. guilting you you owe them 15 dollars <laughs> to no, play it's this free DLC. right now man like if you have ps now just play it just yeah. play. If you don't like it, fine. Don't play it. But like, and I recognize it's a generation ago, and arguably two generations ago, right? We're creeping <laughs> up on that. Sure. But uh, yeah. If you can, if you can stomach, even, so, even the graphics kind of hold up though. Like, um, I have, I have a question. Is this a DLC that you said that there was a gap in your playing the base and, and playing the DLC? Mm-hmm. Did you have to relearn how to play Red Dead Redemption in order to play this? No, I don't remember that being a problem. I never. That happens to me all the time. It where does with some games, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I... so, that happened for Horizon Zero oh, Dawn. Jesus, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, because there are systems on systems, and I played that game and beat it, and then played the DLC right afterwards. Which is so it was very fine. difficult. Right, right, because yeah. a huge gap for that, yeah. but that like if they don't onboard you again like mm-hmm. it, it's kind of impossible to get going on something like that yeah, that's like pretty much overcooked <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. it is like you sure. better be ready to cook exactly no i mean i don't remember that being a problem it was a long time ago you know five plus years ago probably now mm-hmm. um but i yeah i don't really remember it being an issue it could have been but like i feel like it's an issue for the first hour or two. Right. Right. Just and like, let me just, run around in the world and, yeah. and use the systems and, and yeah. we're good to go. Yeah. For the most part, unless there's a huge, huge, like if I were to pick up Red Dead Redemption now, I'd probably be like, Oh, right. <laughs> How do <laughs> I, I get on the horse? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I feel like the game that does that to me is if I play the last of us in between like traditional control schemes, um, it always throws me off. Cause like square, is the action like the shoot slash punch and i'm like r2 you know like what the like you know what i mean it always throws me off when games try to be cute with that crap 
<laughs> I mean, that that happens to me. Like switching between Nintendo and Sony and Xbox, mm. it's like, oh man, all those name changes and and yeah, yeah, I could see <laughs> definitely that. throws me off sometimes. I could see that. Well, good list. Yeah, that was fun. I like to. I mean. Again, I had to kind of go back and, and think about well, what, what what did I play yeah. that was DLC and what did I really like. There were two. There were a few that I was like toying around, including one of them was uh, Resident Evil Two, the remake. I feel like I've spoken a lot about that game though. But <laughs> they have the uh, Ghost Survivors, I think they're called. Oh, okay, and, yeah. But for me, the real shout out was going to be when you could uh, purchase the DLC for like all the unlockable weapons, <laughs> so you could oh, get like geez. unlimited rocket launcher, <laughs> and then like Mr. X is no longer stressful. You just shoot him with a rocket. Oh my god! Move along. <laughs> <laughs> Makes the game so much more fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so what are we doing next week, Brian? So. Uh, next week we're gonna launch into our launch in to our top ten launch games. Whoa, list off so, more like launch off. That's right. <laughs> so we're gonna be exploring all the different console launches and what games they had and what were the best games. Yeah, well, we know one of them will not be Halo Infinite. That's right. That will not count as a launch game. So I, I think that needs to be said. Launch day or mm. launch window i'm I saying day one day. yeah day one. day one that's it i yeah. i agree yeah because uh, what is a launch window who defines a, that and there's a lot of good games out there there are for it, day it, one releases like there won't be a problem <laughs> i don't think there'll be a problem coming up with 10 of them there might be a problem coming up with ranking them in the sure. top 10 you know yeah. but uh yeah i think uh with it, it's very uh you know, if you're hearing this now, right, it's two weeks from basically a week and a half from when we're recording it. Uh, and the big news this week that we are recording is that Halo Infinite was, in fact, delayed to the launch window. Uh, hopefully the launch window. I think. Well, we don't people, know. People it's are just, hoping for it's 2021. It could be a year from now. Yeah, I'm, I'm mistaken, <laughs> but I saw an article where it was basically like, oh, they better get it in that launch window if they want to sell this system. You know? they, they better get it before March to, to hit Q1, yeah. whatever they need. Right, because right. That's, that's crazy. I have yeah. never heard of something like this happening. What is the incentive now, aside from maybe price? We don't know price, right? But what's the incentive to buy the Xbox over the PS5? You can play thousands of backwards compatible games on your Xbox Series X. But you, I mean, you may be able to on a PlayStation Five. I know, too, you know? I know. Yeah. But, so they haven't gone in. I'm not a fanboy. Uh, like I'm, I'm. It, hey, I'm right there with you. I, yeah. I mean, I'm going the PC route anyway, so I'm, I'm right. out of the picture. Yeah, but if if I were choosing one, I would still choose a, a PS Five, mm. absolutely, because that's going to be my horizon. That's yeah. going to be my naughty dog and that's enough for me yeah but the thing of it is right if um say i know this is more console talk right but say xbox undercuts the price by a lot i think they have to to okay at this point like why don't i buy an xbox at launch and then when the god of war comes out which might not be until three years from now right then i could get a ps5 and i could get all those backlog games for like 20 bucks a piece or 10 bucks when there's a big sale yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's kind of where I'm in at because Game Pass is really what right. Xbox is selling at this point. Microsoft right. has that always in their back pocket. It is way better than whatever Sony's offering PS now. I PS think now. I think they have to combine that with PS Plus. They have to make a 
uh, one like one payment you get everything all the content kind of I think, thing i think that would be a good move i think they have to at this point sony i think they need to include their first party games that have already come out yeah. i don't think they need to say like yeah you get god of war 2 when it comes out day and date but right. i think they should say yeah here's here's god of war here's horizon here's spider-man right and and get to it but pay us 15 dollars a month yeah yeah no i think that's fair i think that's fair but uh anyway We'll probably have well, more to talk about. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> listeners of this show will probably know more than us at this point anyway. Oh, yeah, so for sure. We'll for see. Sure. Yeah, because we are recording August 15th. Oh, that's right. Which is not our typical recording day, but I am <laughs> I am moving, if you yes. haven't heard that enough. <laughs> so, you know, things change, right? Yeah. But, hey, nice talking with you, Brian. Yeah, you too, Ryan. And everybody, once again, thank you for listening. Um, I really cannot thank you guys enough uh it, it does mean a lot to myself and brian i know f- for for you guys ma- making us feel important getting us 100 downloads i mean that's yeah. that's phenomenal <laughs> like I, yeah brian said earlier we we said we'd do this and even if there were no listeners we were going to chug along yeah. so it is nice knowing that we have we have some people out there that enjoy enjoy hearing us and uh, please, like, please do tell your friends. No pressure, you know. But it would really help us, and it would go a long way to help the show. And um, always feel free to start a conversation with us at listoffpodcast at gmail dot com, or at listoffpodcast on Instagram, or listoff underscore podcast on Twitter. <laughs> I know I'm like banging that gong all the time, but you know, no, it's good. Somebody's got to do it, right? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I know you get sick of hearing it, guys, but hey. I got to do it. It's part I'm of the compelled. show. I'm compelled. It's like my top one thing to do. That's right. Yeah. Until All we right. get Square pay, Squarespace uh, offering us a whatever. I, I don't know. I want to stay ad free. I really do. Oh, no, totally. I mean, not to discuss yeah. this on the show, but right. like, no, I don't want to do that, man. <laughs> nah. I really don't. Like, I, th- I think people don't want to hear ads. Yeah. yeah. I certainly don't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been good talking with you, man. Yeah. You too. Oh, hope you have a good week. You too, man. We'll see you next week. Everybody out there, bye. See ya.